Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season one, episode 21 of Sweet Seats. Today we're going to be talking about the Identorod. I'm Reese Meech, and I'm here with Noah Perillo. How's it going? Lyndon Potter. How are we doing? And the Daniel Babcock. What's up, Reese? All right, guys. Today we're going to talk about the 50th. 50th Identorod. And for the people out there wondering, what is the Identorod? Let me tell you. It is a dog sledding race, but to get the whole perspective of this, let's talk about its history. In the winter of 1925, <laughs> it started off, there was an epidemic, and they needed to get a bunch of medicine from Anchorage to Nome. And back then, there was only two planes in the whole state of Alaska. And in the winter, they couldn't fly them. It was too dangerous. So they had to go by dog sled. And then ever since then, it's just turned into a thing, like of a remembrance, doing it, and it's gotten pretty big. Man, that's like the Oregon Trail of, <laughs> of Alaska. That's pretty cool, man. I didn't know that. 100%. Now, I got to ask, history. 1925 was the first Iditarod. How was this the 50th year? Did they not start the... Um, no, I don't I don't think that the race took place in 1925. Uh, okay, okay, I think I what you. Reese yeah, is yeah. saying, that yeah. that was just used as a way to yeah, transport yeah. goods. Gotcha. Yeah. That, it, that wasn't the first ever mm. race. It's that, in remembrance yeah, of It's in remembrance yeah, yeah, of I what happened and how they got it there. And uh, now we're going to talk about some picks for today. Anybody got anybody who thinks they're winning at all? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start. I got uh, my main man, Josh McNeil, 26-year-old, second year in the race. He placed uh, 28th last year. That's which, not good. I mean, when you when you look at Dallas CV, obviously, huge name at Iditarod Racing, tied for the most Iditarods all time. He, he placed 51st in his rookie year. So I think I think McNeil, strong runner, from out of Washington, from the mountains of St. Helena, or from the foothills of Mount St. Helena. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Four-sport athlete, football, wrestling, track, and baseball. He's a big outdoors guy, too. I think that he's he's a big sleeper this year, and I think that he's going to come away with a W. I think there's something we all can agree on here. Nobody wants to see Dallas even win. I'm tired of Dallas winning. I, I'm tired. I do. I do not want to see Dallas even touch top three this year. <laughs> I want a big upset, but, you know, it's Dallas CV. He's always going to be in it. His dogs are some dogs, man. Amen. You know, they're pulling. You know, obviously he knows the tricks and the tactics to win the game. So I mean, Dallas yeah. CV, they call him the Tom Brady of the Iditarod for a reason. Yeah. He is a five-time uh, winner. His dad is a four-time winner, I believe, three-time winner. I think he's a hey, three-time winner. Yeah, three-time Let's winner. not forget about a four-time winner, Jeff King. I was sponsored at, by a Meech, baby. Meech Page. What's the relation? That What's that, the relation? The, that's the, actually uh, my pick for the race. Jeff King is a seasoned veteran. He hasn't won, won it since 2006. He's had a little bit of a rough patch. But seasoned vets, like, these are the elements. This is, like, you don't get more, like, elemental than this. You're in the snow. You got the dogs. You got you got seven to ten days you're going through. Jeff King's a seasoned vet. You know, he, he's dipped off a little bit. He's had top 25 finishes. But I suspect, I suspect we're going to see the resurgence of Jeff King, him get that fifth Iditarod, and tie Dallas. 100%. I mean, I, that's what I'm hoping for. You know what I mean? A Jeff King. And that would be a great way for him to go out. Getting old, man. He's been doing it since the 90s. Yikes. Yeah. And now he's entering 2022. So if he could pull out a win this year, it would be a great way for Jeff King to go out. 1981. His first race ever. Jeez. Yeah, uh, crazy. And, I, I mean, you know he's ready to go. He just got switched in. I believe it was yesterday because uh, Nick Pettit had a positive COVID test. Prayers up to him. Prayers. But, uh, you know, Jeff King, seasoned veteran, like you guys said, you know that he's going to be ready for the race on a moment's notice. So it doesn't matter if he's only 
checking into the race a couple days before it starts, he's going to go out there and he's going to perform. Well, the race is tomorrow, so he's got to be checked in already. Oh, he, he's going to be ready. I'll, t- I'll <laughs> let you know that. Sadly, can we go back to a point? Nick Pettit, maybe one of the most exciting. Like, he, he's not exactly a seasoned veteran. Like, with the Iditarod, you know, like, you know, seasoned veteran, I say, is like 15, 20 races. He only had 10. But he's been one of the most electric. He's been there almost every time. Multiple top 10 finishes in the past 10, 15 years. And to see him go out with COVID this year after having like going sick, after having a two-year hiatus and going sixth place, I was really excited to see him. I was really, I was really hoping for his uh, return. I think he has a bright future. I think he went in the future. Him having COVID stinks, but it's a shame, man. It's a shame. It's just terrible. No, I'm gonna 2023. go with 2023. <laughs> 2023. <laughs> Nick Pettit's year. I'm going with another sleeper from Duluth, Minnesota, Gunnar Johnson. Gunnar Johnson. Not a name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, he's been he's been around. Never ne- has never finished in top 20. He's been in over 10 races. And I think he's sick of it. He gave up his career doing legal work, being a lawyer. Wow. And has been focusing. At 52, he retired young. He is focusing. And there's many people saying he's coming for it this year. He's sick. I would say Gunnar Johnson at least finishes top 10. I don't know if I can agree with that. I think that he's just an average racer. Like you said, what, he's never finished above the top 20? Like, I, I don't think that he's really just that elite level to the – point where like Dallas CV, Jeff King, Mitch CV, where they all are. I, th- I don't think that he's going to have a good finish this year. I think he'll be in the 20s again. I'm going to say, I don't think him or his dog's got that dog in him to finish <laughs> within the top 20. I don't know if this guy will finish the race, to be honest. When it, no, when it comes to the AWG and dog, he just don't got it. He's, he got, I, think, I think he finishes outside the top 20 as well. He's got the OG. The, this, man, the AWG. this man quit his whole career. He retired. And he's going to be going back here. Oh, yeah, he, he, needs, he needs that $70,000 in that new truck. He, 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 <laughs> might, he might need to unretire because I just don't see it happening. I mean, yeah, for him quitting law, he's seen, I mean, you'd think he's a smart guy, but he sounds pretty Ooh. stupid right now. <laughs> also, at 52 years old, I think that he's in the tail end of his career. I think that his days in his prime are behind him. I don't think he'll ever be in the Hall of Fame with the Iditarod. I just think that he was average throughout his career. I never think he was an elite level. I mean, hey, but it, let's go back to Dallas CV. He's old. Everybody's already talking about him winning again. Yeah, yeah but you know Dallas I mean? CV is Dallas most CV. wins of all time. Yeah. Like you're talking, you're trying to compare like it's just Dallas you're, CV. You're trying to compare like what Nick Stauskas to Michael Jordan. Yeah, you're, like, you're right. Like, all I'm saying is Gunner has a chance to get in top ten. And I think, and I think it might just be one of those things where people don't expect it coming, but it could come. And let me let me throw out some a name, Gerhardt. Thigh art. I know none of y'all heard this guy. Born in South Africa. Moved to Michigan. The home the home state, Great Lakes State, in 2010. From Cheboygan, Michigan. Cheboygan. Anyone know where that is? Man, I've uh, heard of it. I, I, be- I believe it's uh, north of the 45th. Yeah, that's too far north for me. But uh, in 2020, he was working working at a racial, a racing kennel for the Iditarod. So he's around the game. Yeah. He knows the ins and outs. He's sponsored by Mitch Seavey. The father of Dallas CV, the five-time winner, his dad, the three-time winner. Went on a little bit of a run back in uh, early 2000s, I believe. Uh, yeah, sponsored by Mitch CV um, and also sponsored by multiple companies around the mitten, plus some South Carolina and South Africa. I got to love this guy. Yeah, I mean, Rookie, too. First race. Dude, he could come out of nowhere. I mean, nobody knows. Like we, well, you said, he's a rookie. Nobody knows what this guy's like coming out for. I mean, he's definitely one of those wild card guys where, I mean, he could be a bum, but he could also take it all. 
you know, he's embedded in the game, moved to Northern Michigan. One guy I also think is slept on, Jesse Holmes from Alabama, 2018 Rookie of the Year for the Iditarod. Alabama? They don't, get, from, they don't get much snow there. 18 hey. years old, you know, you know, Al, he's from Alabama, born and raised, 18 years old. He moved Good to Alaska. He's just, he's just like, you know, he wasn't born. He was born in the South where it's hot, but he just loved the cold so much he had to go. 2018 Rookie of the Year. Since then, he's had... He's kind of been up and down, two top two top ten finishes, and then two finishes outside of the uh, outside of the top ten. But I think I really think this is his year. You know, he's like young, hungry. He's only thirty nine, which for the Iditarod is, uh, I'd say on the younger spectrum of uh, things. You know, you know he wants to. He's got. I think he's got that dog in him. I think twenty eighteen rookie of the year. He's not. He's not going to step down this year. I think he's going to go full force. He really wants it. He's due for a win, would you say? He's he's due I for a win. I am guaranteeing a twenty twenty two win Whoa. from Jesse Holmes. Yeah, all the guarantee. chips. All he's the chips all in. The mortgage is all in on this guy. Hey man, I gotta give some love for Jesse Holmes down in Alabama. I mean, come on, baby. You're wearing <laughs> you know, an Alabama hey, shirt right yeah, now. Yeah, he's rocking the Crimson Tide. Rocking the red, baby. Come on. But so we have to give Jesse Holmes some love. But at the end of the day, I think that's just his place. He's going to be a top fifteen guy. He's going to be a competitor, but he ain't he ain't pushing the top ten. Now, Noah, you're bringing up you know rookie of the year. Lyndon, you're bringing up a rookie. I'm gonna talk about another rookie, Kaylin Davis, 29 year old out of Fairbanks, Alaska. She originally fell in love with the Iditarod when she was only seven years old in the elementary school. From Fairbanks, Alaska. She grew up around it, baby. She was visited by Iditarod musher John Baker at her elementary school. Hey, so was Lyndon Potter. Yep. Stadium Drive Elementary. Shout out fourth grade. We had or third grade. We had the Iditarod racer. Don't can't remember his name. (laughs) Cannot remember his name. Hope he's doing well, but Stadium Drive Elementary. We got a visit from him. Sorry, Danny. Yep. John Baker, one of the all-time great mushers. You know, he visited her while she was in her elementary school following the Iditarod. And I think that she's a sleeper pick. You know, coming in rookie year, I think that she's ready for this race. And I think that she'll be a top 20, maybe even crack the top 10. That's a beautiful take, Danny. I was about to say that same thing in about five, ten minutes if I had the time. <laughs> Kaylin Davis, you know, only 29 years old, probably one of the youngest in the race. But, like, she's been around it her entire life, raised in Anchorage, moved to Fairbank. Like, it's just, like, I f- it feels too kind of too perfect for her to, like, where she's uh, where she's from, where she's been set up, the people she met, for not to finish top fifteen, top ten, eventually win it. Maybe not this year; it's her first time, but in years down the road. I mean, yeah, she grew up around that culture, man. Being from Fairbanks, where this race is starting, and I know that musher in, in the elementary school had an impact on her. She yeah. she looked at him and said, "I want to do that." Dude. And what she doing now? She's doing it, dude. She's ready. It, 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 this is what I'm loving about this year's the 50th Iditarod. It, it's getting bigger. This half is the, a this century is the, yeah, of Iditarods. Half wow. a century. It's crazy. It's getting way bigger. People are getting more into it. And what I think we're going to see this year, I will actually promise you this, you will see the fastest time Dallas CV's records being broke. Wow. And eight the- days, 13 hours, four minutes, and 19 seconds is getting beat. Just like what I said earlier, Gunner quit his job. We have people who've grown up been wanting to do this. I mean, this race is getting big. People been training hard. It's going to be exciting. So I will not let you sit here and disrespect Dallas like that. That is just unacceptable. This is absolutely unacceptable. He's the greatest of all time. You're, you're saying, oh, this uh, this law student, he's probably big, big New York law student. Uh, he's probably, I he's don't know. He's from where, Duluth, Minnesota. Duluth, Minnesota. Ying and Yang, It's cold whatever. in Minnesota. 
whatever. You don't speak down on Dallas. That record may never be broken. It's one of it's up there with a hundred points from Will. No, you know Barry Bonds on base percentage. Like, just any Barry Bonds record you can think of, honestly. <laughs> but, Reese, that's not even the record. The he broke that record later. Just last year, seven days, 14 hours, eight minutes, 57 seconds, 2021. That's the first My time we've ever that. cracked under eight days. My bad on that. But all I'm saying. And that's an well, asterisk year. 2020, not, or sorry, 2021, you're still getting that effects of the pandemic. You're not seeing 100% racers. Uh, race numbers have been down the past three years. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. This is going to be the best one yet. Hardest competition. Dallas is – I didn't even say – I. who knows, Dallas could even break his own record again. All I'm saying, every racer's back. I know we pointed out somebody was missing from a COVID. Uh, Nick Pettit. Nick yeah. Pettit, prayers up to him. And we'll get him next year. On. We'll get him next year. But we're going to have more racers back, and when you have that guy pushing next to you, you're just going to be going a little bit faster. Oh. A little bit faster. Uh, dude, it's going to be a sturdy race. I cannot I'm, wait. I'm, dude, I'm so excited. Saturday, March 5th, and uh, – who knows? Will it end Thursday? Hey, but again, Dallas CV. I think if we all really had to put the mortgage, really put a lot of money, we're all picking Dallas. I think yeah. no matter how much we want to talk into these mics, seeing we're cool, getting these rookies, getting these rookie of the years, getting these sleeper picks. It's if it's Dallas, no one in the great state of Alaska, no one in the U.S., no one in Norway is going to be surprised. I'm going to have to go back to my boy Jeff King. Norway. Speaking Jeff of Norway. King. Oh, hey, well, let me speak on this. And I think Noah's going to agree with me here. You guys want to talk about Dallas Eve. He's an all-time great, and I know you, you got mad at me for disrespecting him. But let's not disrespect Jeff King. Again, been doing it since the 90s, four-time champ. He's going to tie Dallas Eve. And he hasn't raced the past couple years. He's back this year, though. He, he wants to come back, tie Dallas Eve, and be like, hey, I'm the GOAT. Oh. Hey, so there's a you think whole he's got something to prove? He has something to prove, and he's going to show it. This is this and it's the fiftieth. Like everything is lining up perfectly. There are so many storylines with young guys, old guys. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on for that. Identity you think Mr. Here. King is hearing all this? Dallas, this Dallas, that. He's like, nah, Mitch. Yeah, hundred percent, man. I I think that if anyone is hearing all this Dallas, this Dallas, that talk, it's got to be Mitch CV. You know, his dad. The, it's yeah. the father son competition. You know, obviously. Early in his career, before Dallas had really even started and gotten going, Mitch was dominating the races, three-time champ. But now his son's beating him. You know that as you, you know that fathers they don't want to be beaten anything by their son. So I think that Mitch, he might his only goal this year will probably be to take down Dallas. Yeah, he like, could do it. We have a father-son storyline. We With, have two goats going at it. We also have a twin sister storyline, Anna and Christy Barrington, and this is my favorite one: the husband-wife. Jeff and Katie Joe Dieter. Now, Jeff, not his first race. He finished 12th last year, but Katie Joe's a rookie. I'd love to see with his husband, wife. Now, do they meet up at a uh, station and say, hey, how you doing? Or do they just keep going? No. You don't even have time for Faceless a, hey. opponent? Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. I mean, I don't think people think people think that Identorod's all fun and games. It's not. You are out in the cold in Alaska, surviving for your life, snow blushing in your face off them dogs. You, I mean... You're going all in. No, that's what I'm saying. You know, you look at you look at the month of March and how much of sports go on. You go, March Madness, 64 team tournament. You know, well, you got 68 technically with playing. 67 teams lose. You think people say, oh, that's the hardest tournament, single elimination. You got to get through all these teams. Absolutely not. Are are they playing in the snow? Are they in the freezing cold? Mm-mm. Do they gotta they gotta take care of their dogs? No, no breaks. No breaks. You just keep going. I mean. 
I mean, March Madness, you know, you play a few games every week, but it's not it's not like you're in the elements. Like, they get the nice treatment. That's why the Iditarod is the easily the single hardest sporting event when it comes to the month. Grittiest March. event, I think, in the grittiest. world. Grittiest, greasiest, everything is. Blue collar? Blue collar, baby. You got to love it, dude. I mean, these are just some normal Americans going out there. Not normal. They well, yeah, yeah, yeah. not not Americans either. I mean, there's people from all over the world. We 100%. got Canadians. We got sure, the Danish. Hey, we, we got the hey, French. Norway, They're all meeting up the in the great country of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. God bless. <laughs> hey, what's more American than just getting some dogs and running? Like, <laughs> come on, dude, like, like, like I love it. And we always talk about like these records with seven days, eight days. There's guys out there for two weeks. Man, some people don't even finish. Dude, if you're not finishing, get out of the race. <laughs> this is not a ride, dude. You got to finish in a week. This is serious. Nah. Now, right. we, we did just bring up an international pick. Now, I did get one guy who I was like, if I had to pick an international, non-American, I got to pick this guy, Mats Peterson. Got to be honest, he's the only guy, uh, <laughs> probably one of the only international guys' name I could pronounce. Uh, he's bib number 11. He's my stock. Uh, he's from uh, Karuna, Sweden. He's a veteran. He's been mushing for 30 years, was a hockey goalie, and this is a seventh Ditterod. Expect this guy to be on the ballot. Don't know if he's going to win. Wouldn't say that exactly, but this guy's going to be on a lot of radars, and he's going to come out of the blue here pretty soon. I think, I think speaking of foreign racers, Jor Lifeset Olsen. One more time. Jor Lifeset Olsen. Not bad. Bib number 12 out of Norway. He's been racing since 2013. Since 2013, you know how many times he's finished outside of the top 10? Zero times. 2018 champion. I mean, if you want to put something on your mortgage, you want to put your mortgage on something, you, this guy finishing top 10 easily. I mean, this guy, like, he's, he's, not, he's not the oldest, but he's just, like, he's just consistently one of the best. You know, you know he's going to do it. He's like, he's like your LeBron James. He's, like, he's just, like, he's out there. He's not from here, but, like, he's lived in the elements. Norway gets pretty cold. You know, I can expect, like, like you shouldn't be surprised if this guy wins. But don't be, like, you. I would be more surprised if this guy has finished 11th than 1st. Dang. Now, an international pick that I have is actually a Frenchman, Sebastian Dos Santos Borgs. Mm. He's, you know, if you look at his Iditarod.com profile, you know, it's short and sweet. And one of his sentences really hits home to me. He's talking about his dogs. He said, they're not the strongest, the greatest, but they're my family, my friends. That shows that he has heart, you know? That, that's what it comes down to in tournaments like these. It doesn't matter if you're the best. You just have to be the best on that day, and that's all about the heart. 100%. Hey. You're day six in. You're thinking, oh, my gosh, I can maybe finish. Imp, you feel that cold breeze whipping against your face. You feel that hunger pit in your yeah. stomach. Yeah. You're throwing a couple good washes out at your dogs. <laughs> That's not really how it works. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm, all I'm saying, dude, is you need that dog in you. you and, and if you have that love and that bond with your dogs, man, have you ever stopped and looked in your dog's eyes? Like, that, that, there's a soul behind that. Dog is if a man's you, best friend. Exactly, man. I'm telling you, dude. That connection's something special. Danny ain't lying with that. Read that quote one more time, Danny. I, I, I just need to sink that in. They're not the strongest, the greatest, but they're my family, my friends. Mats Peterson, I'm sorry. I'm taking my stock off this international. What's his name, the French guy? Sebastian Dos Santos Borgs. All right, guys. 2023 champ, at least. <laughs> I got to say. At least. At, <laughs> at least. least. He's, he's a rookie, so this year may not be his year, but expect him in the next decade, absolute dominance. By 2030, 
we're going to be hearing this guy a lot more. Definitely. I think at least three championships by 2030 and at least six top ten finishes. Man, I was just thinking like a Remember top five finish. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say a winner, but right, I'm, I'm guys, going in on my We're man. running out a little time, but we're going to end it off. You're going to have to bet. Put your mortgage, your house, your car, everything on the line. No, I, no bias. Who are you picking this year? Starting off with Noah. I mean, I said I already early in the show. I already guaranteed it. It's Jesse Holmes. I mean, I mean, what what else do you got to say? You know, 2018 Rookie of the Year. You know, he's he's from Alaska. Easy pick. It's not. It's not even like you don't even got to talk about it. Noah's pick, ladies and gentlemen. We're going on to Linden. Reese, there's one day, seven hours, 43 minutes, 32, 31, 30 seconds left until this race begins. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot because I got Dallas CV. That's not my pick. I'm just saying I have Dallas CV right here. Mm-hmm. Obvious uh, going to win. Or favorite to win, excuse me. Then you got Mitch CV. But I got to go with my guy from Gearheart Thyart from South Africa. The story's too good. I mean, when was the last time a South African has ever won? Let me tell you right now. Never. Never happened. I love the underdog story. Let's hear it. I mean, for me, it's really tough because, obviously, the clear-cut number one, probably sitting at about minus a million odds, is obviously Dallas CV. You know, going for the championship, going for his back-to-back wins. But I'm not a fan of picking favorites. So instead, I'm going to go with the 2018 champion, a man. Hold on. Let me find him real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I'm trying to find out where he's from. So give me a second. Well, you see, we've seen Dallas Evie go back-to-back before. 2014, yeah, he's from Norway. It's, it's your life, Smith Olsen. Yep, Come on, that, That's who it is. Dude. I, 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 I was trying. Don't I didn't want to like mess up. Don't act like you're a fan, dude. I don't want to hear it. No, I, d- I didn't want to mess <laughs> Bandwagon. up. I didn't want to mess up his country. I'm not bandwagoning him. I'm not getting root for him. But that's my prediction on who I think is going to win. Fair enough. Dan, Fair you're enough. a pretender. All right, guys. You might be thinking here, bias with my uncle paying my man Jeff King a little bit. <laughs> and <laughs> but I, I'm wrong going with, with Jeff, Hink, uh, Jeff King. Absolute veteran. Hasn't raced in a while. He's coming back for vengeance. Jeff King Revenge Tour, 50th Adenarod. And that's going to wrap it up for today, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in next week on Tuesday for the next Sweet Seats podcast. I'm Reese Meech. I'm Noah Perillo. Lyndon Potter. Daniel Babcock. We'll see you next week, y'all.